yes, indeed. That was our warm-up. And welcome to the Something Random Podcast, where sometimes we talk about movies, sometimes we talk about television, but we always talk about something random. I'm your host, Charles Joseph Kelly. And I am another host, Michael C. Macbeth. I'm your Coco host, Scotty Schaefer. Welcome to the show. <laughs> this is Joel. Back at it again. <laughs> That's it. Quit staring at me. I'm not laughing this time. It's not not funny anymore. Uh, And with us this week, we have uh, uh, a Nick 2.0. Yeah. Uh, We have Nick Stokes here with us this week. Lesser Nick. I think think from here here on out, we can only have guests that are named Nick. Or who agree to change their name to Nick. And well, we need more female guests, so we can go with Nikki. As well, that's, that's my best friend's Nicole. name. Yeah, or yeah. Nicole. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Is everybody you have on from now on just has to be Nick, yep. regardless of what their names are. You just call them Nick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair, so, uh, fair. Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Um. Well, first off, what thank you, you guys for having me on. Yeah. Uh, this is really awesome. Uh, I'm I'm from uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, grew up in a place called Mobile, uh, which is about as far south as you can go without getting wet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I went to college. Uh, I'm an actor, a musician. Uh, I'm here in town for a production at Midtown Arts Center uh, called Once the Musical, okay. oh, yeah. which is a ton of fun. Um, and we'll talk about that later if you want to. Yes, yes please. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it, man. I play guitar. I am a nerd. I watch movies, TVs, play video games, Dungeons and Dragons, that whole thing. So You're going to fit right in. Yeah, man. Yeah. I was going to be super excited about talking about D&D for a while because uh, we're running a campaign, but it's been like... Um, Two months since we've played, and I need, we need to get back to that, Michael. Hmm. You're the you're the DM, man. I know. I, need to, I just need to schedule it. It's all written. Like everything's good to go for you guys. But. You probably just need to invite more cool friends, <clears throat> or maybe guess, just like I not invite his invitation the people. That we, just got lost in the mail. Huh? I think it got lost. Uh, you took my line. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you didn't. You didn't raise your hand or reach the. Oh yeah, because um, I'm not into he's D&D. Got the, he's, <laughs> I've totally done that to CJ before, where it's it's like, you didn't. He was like, no Who's one's going CJ? with me. Oh yeah, sorry, Charles. Um, Charles Joseph. Where Charles Joseph? Yep. He present. says no one's no one's going to this concert with me. It's like um. You didn't ask me. You said, oh, do you want to go to the concert? No, I have no, plans. No. <laughs> I can't. But it's nice to be asked, you know. Nick, why don't you tell us a little bit about Once? Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Once is a um, it's a musical set in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, I play a guy named Billy, who's kind of a supporting uh, co-star. I guess we're all kind of co-stars next to the main guy and girl. That's their names are guy and girl. They're not named characters. Uh, but the story follows the guy who is uh, <clears throat> a musician, and he's uh, playing his own music on the streets of Ireland when this girl finds him. And is convinced that it's so good uh, and so honest that it has to be heard. And so she kind of convinces him to come out of the life that he's given up on on his music and his uh, career as a musician to convince him to write, make an album and uh, move to New York to find this girl that he's used to be in love with and she left. And uh, that's kind of the whole story. Hmm. And then my character... uh, Billy is a, uh, he lives in Dublin, he's an Irishman, and so there's a lot of Irish accents and dialects going on, um, but he runs the music shop where the girl comes in and plays piano all the time, and that's kind of how he meets the guy and gets involved in making the music with him and everything like that, and it's a really great, beautiful, touching story, all the the soundtrack in it is um, kind of Irish folk music done on guitars oh that's the cool part is we all play the our own instruments right there's no pit right? yeah yeah there's yeah. no musicians are on stage and so the, the actors coolest, are the musicians yeah the yeah. coolest part about probably the whole show is that when you're getting these this music that is not necessarily broadway style 
music, rather singer songwriter acoustic stuff, it's played by everybody. You know, mm-hmm. I play guitar. Uh, I play cajon and, and tambourine and everything in the in the show. Cajon is that uh, box drum thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so every but there are people that you know that we got guys that do the cello, the bass, the mandolin, the guitar, like all mm-hmm. sorts of different instruments. And everything when, like whenever I see shows like that, those shows are the better shows that I've seen before. I love love seeing it's actors not, play mu- like actual music. Mm-hmm. You don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. always so impressive. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm always impressed by that. There's Speaking certain, of impressive, I'm sorry, but you guys actually dance while you play those instruments too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, uh, well, the, the choreography is not super... Gritty. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not like the Nutcracker or anything, but uh, but yeah, we you know <laughs> that's the bar. Uh, we do we move around. I'd say <laughs> I wouldn't call it dancing, but, but I mean, move even around. moving with a cello has got to be yeah, like it something is. to yes, see. It is, no. um, but it's really interesting because there's a certain identity I think that comes with everybody's instruments. You know, yeah. when especially in a show like that, when you see somebody playing and acting on stage with a particular thing, um, and then moving that identity around between other characters and and castmates to play a different instrument or a different part or assume a different identity within the show. Um, it's, it's just a really interesting way of telling the story about, honestly, that's about music. It's not really about anything objective in the story, but it's just about how music moves people and connects people and, and that whole, whole thing. And, you know, I think that's really cool. Bring it back to, you know, there being no orchestra. And the show yeah. is pretty new, isn't it? It's only a few years old, is yeah. that right? Is I, it, is it, it's based off of a movie, right? Yeah, well, the movie came out in... Oh Jesus! I I should know this. Two thousand seven. Yeah. It's... Mm-hmm. Um, with well, yeah, okay. Glenn Hansard and uh, Marketa Irglova, and uh, they were the first guy and girl. And Glenn Hansard wrote pretty much all the music. the uh, The musical came out I think in two thousand thirteen, and they incorporated Glenn Hansard and Marketa from the original movie to make all the music for the show. And uh, it ran on Broadway, won Best Musical, right? Yeah. Tony, mm-hmm. I think that year. Uh, and the rights just got released. It's been on tour for a little while, and the rights rights just got released regionally, and so that's why. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Midtown, actually, Midtown, I believe, is ahead of the game. They don't really get released publicly until oh, yeah. the first of the year. Yeah, Midtown yeah, they likes usually to jump get those on shows. That. Midtown likes to get those shows that are new. But they are, yeah. It's um, mm-hmm. but it's running, uh, like you said, the November ele- till November eleventh at Midtown Arts Center, and I love it, man. It's the best part about being here so mm-hmm. go check that show out i'm going my show closes this weekend so i get a whole spare weekend to go see you guys show. i'm gonna go awesome see it. heck yeah mm-hmm. awesome. so what else have we been watching this week guys i know uh there's one big thing that came out this week commercials wait what were you gonna say i was gonna say stranger things <gasps> but uh, stranger things yeah. oh, you should watch stranger things season two because that's out now stranger things stranger things actually i think it's stranger things are that can't be right no that can't be right so the finale uh, season is going to be called Strangest Things, right? We're going to go with the superlative. Stranger Things. Str- well, if the first one was called Strange Things, then I could see Stranger Things and then Strange. No, that's things. that's the prequel. Oh my but god! Then, but then <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah. Then you go. You go. Well, these are the more strange things, and then the more stranger re- things. The, the more strange things. The most strange. So what do you guys think of the show? I'm I'm going to follow Joel's lead and tell you what I thought of the show. <laughs> um, well, let's before because we're going to be talking about Stranger Things for a while. Let's do what we've been watching. Except for Stranger Things. I watched an episode or two of Rick and Morty uh, just to get back into it because I went as Morty for a Halloween party. No, I didn't. I went as Rick for a Halloween party just last night and it was so fun. Michael. Michael. Oh, I was just saying that I I went uh, to a Halloween party as Stuart from Mad TV. (laughs) (laughs) Look what I can do. Okay. I I did that quite a bit. So, no, here's here's the question. I am going to answer your question. I did wear the tidy whities That's not my question. Oh, okay. My question is (laughs) Where the rest of us were thinking it. Did your girlfriend go as the mom? 
Yep. Oh, oh no. She was she was thinking oh, about we got, oh, we got no, edible. No, no. She was thinking edible? about going as Lorraine, just a different Mad okay. TV character. That would have been better. There just there was so little time. I so. know, but well, this, this, this however, so like, however, if you could name couples who are not gonna just no. go to do you know make out thing make out sessions in the middle of a party, I'm pretty sure you guys are at the top of the list of who would not do that. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, it's, so. it's safe. It's fair. It's good. That's to do true. That. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just still makes like it's still like a little cringy to say hey but, mommy but honestly can you say that those two characters are not that way oh that's a correct how old is Stuart? did they ever discuss how old he actually was i think he's like 94 yeah that's about, that's about right there it is yep yep i caught up on crazy ex-girlfriend loving it how many i've watched yeah. the second episode i haven't watched the third one yet Ooh, You're yeah ahead of me i wow what is that is that on like syndicated television? Yeah, or it's on it CW. Is, yeah, so oh, this, okay, okay, I don't have cable, so because okay. I've heard people talk about it. So if you were to within the next week and a half binge seasons one and two on Netflix, you could catch up on the CW app because so they keep four episodes. It is on Netflix. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah, the first two seasons cool. are on Netflix, yeah, and one it's and great. Two, yeah, yeah I, I streaming services. That's how I work. Yeah, mm-hmm. Amazon, Absolutely. Hulu, Netflix. You know, TV cable is for suckers. So it is. Michael, how did you how did you like the song that I told you um, that you would like? I was I was uh, very I was pleased. Um, un- <laughs> unlike <laughs> un- unlike the uh, character in question. <laughs> so I, I don't know what we're talking okay. about. What's, what's so there's there's a empty chairs at empty tables. Uh, Lay me as parody. It's okay. almost about, it's almost note for note like too. Note they, note. they toe the line. Yeah. So and it's all about him finding out that his wife uses a vibrator. <laughs> She, and it's all about like him like thinking that it was a, a toothbrush and just like making the realization <laughs> that it's not an electric toothbrush. She it's really loves that toothbrush. It's definitely a vibrator, and it's like all just like his angst and anxiety about his wife uh, using a vibrator. Yep. It's great. Yeah. Right. Um, so that was great. I also caught up on Brooklyn Nine Nine, which if you haven't, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy Samberg. Because every Halloween, as you may know, if you watch the show, they do a heist. I've heard good things about the heist episode. The heist year. episode was marvelous. I will. This is not a spoiler, but I will say that Cheddar is involved. <gasps> the Corgi. <laughs> the uh, when you say they do a heist, you mean the bad guys do a heist, or no, the they, cops themselves? The cops like plan a heist, and they have to like they have like an award where they have to like say like some specific thing uh, every year. And oh, they, it's like a training thing, or like they're literally training no, it's just for fun. It's things. just for funsies. Yeah. yeah. So and and what's so much fun about it is that Captain Holt gets incredibly into it, and he's this very emotionless. Um, slightly deadpan type character and so every Halloween you see him completely break out of his shell and be this <laughs> maniacal person it's amazing and they all try to steal something in the office there's like oh so it's not item. like a bank heist or anything no but Nuts. yeah I know that'd be that would be like the last season thing where they're like we're actually gonna pull off a heist we're gonna steal a bunch of money okay. right Joel uh, I uh, watched a movie called Behind the Mask yes um, oh yes this was uh, our our guest from last week, Nick, loaned me this movie, and you guys have got to watch this. It is one of the coolest freaking movies I've ever seen. It's a mockumentary. Okay, so if you put yourself in a world where Jason Voorhees, uh, Freddy Krueger, and Michael Myers are real people, they're actually like supernatural things. killers that that can't die or that don't die easily. If you put yourself in a world where those are real things, think of them making a documentary following the guy that's Why training be to be the next, next killer or is in 
you know, making his own. But do they do they actually go out and say, "Oh, Freddy Krueger"? Oh yes, my they're buddy. they're they're like well, not like my buddy, but they're real people. They talk about him. Mm-hmm. And um, like, imagine reading newspaper articles about that, right? And really there's, happening. it's funny because he does things like uh, he he first he zeroes in on the girl, the survival girl, and he like makes a fake newspaper clipping and leaves it where she'll find it about his or about her uncle that killed people, you know, her great uncle or whatever, and all this stuff. And um, it's got a couple of uh, classic uh, horror film character or uh, like actors tropes. in it yeah. uh robert england's in it zelda rubenstein um and uh oh, kane nice. hodder's in it for two seconds but mm. it's it's a really cool movie you got to check out behind the mask the i think it's called the rise of leslie vernon is yes. the full title so is this more of a comedy or it starts that way but uh Turns it into a doesn't really end that way so oh. i'll just say that kind of like cabin in the woods Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those, but it's yeah, it sounds uh, like right up my alley, man. It's it's so like freaking that. great. If you guys, it's Nick, so I don't know if I can loan it to you. He'd probably be okay if I loaned it to you. But well, maybe we, if you still have it, we can just do like a pop some popcorn and we all watch you it know. together, which never happens. But it's a great movie, so check that out. Ew. Um, I wanted to say just say a couple things I've never mentioned before. Sure. Um, the Baroness von Sketch Show. Anybody watch this? No, I've it's never on, heard of it. It's on IFC. It's a female comedy troupe. Yay. And they are freaking hilarious. This is some of the funniest stuff I've seen on TV lately. Sweet. IFC, Wednesday nights, Baroness Von Sketch Show. Check it out. Baroness Von Sketch You might be able to, yeah, you might be able to uh, YouTube it too uh, if you don't have IFC. Okay. And then Better Things. Anybody seen that one? It's, better better it's Things? Not, it has nothing to do with Stranger Things. <laughs> you, ruined, you ruined my joke that I said. No. It's, uh, on your Facebook. It was This funny. is one of the, the best shows I've seen on TV in a long time. If you're familiar with Louis C.K., mm-hmm. Pamela Oblin, or Oh, yeah, Oblin it's the new Louis C.K. show. Yeah, yeah she's yep. she's been with him in Lucky Louie and Louie. Yeah, she was, also, yeah. she was also in Californication Forever. Yeah, she's yeah. You, you'd recognize her if you saw her. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's the main character talented. of the show. Um, Louis C.K., I think directs that I don't know or produces that I don't know if he directs or writes. I think it's kind of a team. They they right. trade mm-hmm. off and do stuff. And um I just think it's great. It's real it's uh it's uh it's one of those shows that's real. Right. Mm-hmm. Well uh I got a handful of things. First off, Netflix Mindhunter. <gasps> number that. number one on my okay. list. No, I still haven't watched it yet. I had a lot it's of shit so going good, on this week. And I was like talking about it on the podcast with the the psychologist, and they just shit all over my dreams. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like none of it's like. Well, they were just like explaining it, and like as they should have. They're like it's probably a good show, but a lot of the things that happened are probably not true necessarily oh, because they'll talk oh, about like the ones that really worked but not all the people that they talked to that well, didn't actually help and the good caveat for that show is it's also it takes place in 1977 I think yeah something mm-hmm. you know and 70s. so it's it was the the cool part about it is that it's the beginning of incorporating criminal psychology into the Federal Bureau of Investigation mm-hmm. uh, when during just after Charles Manson so it's this kind of idea that the badges and the uh, all the feds think that you know they're just kooks. They don't need to study them or anything, which mm-hmm. I think is probably a little backhanded for the show. Oh, yeah. But it is you know in the seventies, and uh, and so it's kind of implementing that first idea of if we study people, if we talk to them, if we learn you know what their minds are like and the way that they get off on certain things or don't get off on certain things. How do they choose? You know, we might be able to implement that into other cases and not have 19 people dead in the house somewhere. Um, (laughs) But it's, I think, honestly, I think the acting in it uh, is absolutely The guy who plays Ed Camper is crazy. He's he's the psychopath. And the guy that does Jerry Brudos is 
ridiculously frightening. Yeah. Mm. Um, because the guys that they get are these, um, like Ed Kemper, weird, uh, me and a guy were talking about this, uh, it was like six foot seven or something like that. Yeah, he's mm. huge, dude. And, but he's like, so calm. Like talking mm. to a little kid, you know, and well, it's, it's the same something... thing. It's the same thing with actual Ed Kemper. There was an article that was um, posted the last week or so about how like a majority of the books that were like the audio books that were done back in the late seventies were done by Ed Kemper, the oh, serial right. killer. Yeah. Oh, so really? if you're listening to audiobooks back then, you're probably listening to Ed Kemper. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. It was... Kind of but yeah, like, check it out. I'm, I don't want to ruin anything. Have you um, finished it? Yes, I, I did like two days. It yeah, was, it was, I watched it was the quick. whole thing. How was, many? How many episodes? I think it's only like eight episodes. It's oh, quick. see, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that's one of the things we're going to try and talk about on this show because sometimes people are like, "How do you watch all this TV?" And I think some of them seem so daunting, but mm-hmm. we're like, "It's only eight episodes, maybe forty-five minutes." Well, also, thing, the thing that I love too about that show is it's it's kind of perfect for the Netflix original, which there's no pilot, you know. And I love the yeah. fact yeah. that there is no pilot. The first season is kind of like the the pilot episode. I did. I did like. Um, for this show, there, there's a lot of criticism with a lot of the Netflix shows being more like long form movies. And I like that concept. Yeah. I liked this show because it was still a little, it was serialized, but it had like beginning and ends to episodes. So they'll like go off and like start a case, right? And they'll spend an episode working on this case and then they'll hit a, a point and then go to a different case and then jump back another episode later on to finish that case because they learned more information from another oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those... Yeah, just exactly what you said. It's so it's like SVU, but a little more drawn out, and it's good. Yeah. I totally agree that the that TV in the style of a long form movie makes so much sense. And if we had this medium of Netflix in that style um, years ago, when you know Harry Potter, we talked about that, uh, Lord of the Rings, any of the epic book series that mm-hmm. you can think of that have been turned into movies. They should have been turned into a series. Uh, oh. uh, the Golden Compass is going to be a BBC series that they're releasing. Oh, really? Ooh, next awesome. Year. That might actually be better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Didn't they do that with, uh, uh, what's it called? Lemony Snicket? Yeah. They did. Oh my yes. God. Yes. They, Lemony Snicket's on Netflix. We haven't talked about it. You really got to watch it. It's it, so good. It is phenomenal. It's so good. It made me read all the books um, in preparation for <laughs> season two, the next season. Um, and I have very few complaints. I mean, they they do gloss over quite a few things, of course, but you have to. It's a different medium. Um, but no, I, I think they did excellent. But that, that that goes back into the whole uh, that show is two like two hour movies for each book, and mm-hmm. that's the whole premise. Is they like they did four movies? That's what they did. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it's it's so good. I mean, I, admittedly, part of it is a vehicle for Neil Patrick Harris, uh, just because he's he's playing such a strange. Uh, uh, like a, I don't know, like a involved character where it's like, oh, I mean, I'm sure he's going to be up for some kind of award or something for that. Well, and also that character too portrays so many other different. Well, I think like the confines. Of course, of the yes, he's. I remember yes. being a kid and reading all those books. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Count Olaf character is like he dresses up and does accents and mm-hmm. voices and everything, and so to be the guy in all those different kind of vaudevillian almost yes. characters is yes. pretty spectacular, I think. And yeah. Patrick Warburton as the narrator. Oh, God, oh so yeah. Good. Oh yeah. So good. And oh, I, yeah. I oh. dare say, too, Neil Patrick Harris <laughs> actually portrays the character much better than Jim Carrey did. Mm-hmm. Even if they had made a series with Jim Carrey, I don't think it would have been the same. Well, it's also because Jim Carrey does Jim Carrey. He doesn't he doesn't he does his own thing. Here, here's something here's something that I'll, I'll give Jim Carrey that a lot of people don't mention is that um, he doesn't need to work right now. 
He oh. has he hasn't needed to work for a long time. So one time in an interview, I heard him say one time, people were like, so so what do you do now? And he said, polishing polishes turds, which means that that even though he doesn't have to do these things, he does do stuff for fun. He does also. And I don't mean this in a bad way, but I mean as an actor, he'll he'll do what he's told. So How like, depressing that must be, you know. I mean, to be on one hand, yes, you're you're very successful and you have millions of dollars, and you just sit back and do nothing mm-hmm. and still live your life because you're getting residual checks and all these things from Netflix. <laughs> mm-hmm. But at the same time, like nobody ever wants Jim Carrey to act; they want him to be the mask, you know. And so nobody yeah, ever right. comes to for anything. Speaking of which, though, if you haven't seen the number twenty three, I really recommend that you do. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I mean, so some stuff he does is really, really good, and I, I actually really like him, uh, despite uh, going crazy on. Um, not going crazy, but just going a little bit beyond. He's getting a little a out of person. control lately. I wanted to say, I, I he was on Norm Macdonald's podcast a few oh, weeks yeah. ago, and it was like it was one of the first episodes I almost almost didn't finish because he was just being annoying. <laughs> You're on a show to be interviewed. Can you please answer? Do some you questions? think? Do you think it's a shtick? Do you think that it's he's... totally a shtick? And he... I don't know. I um. I think that's what makes it annoying. Is it's kind of that Joaquin Phoenix thing. It's like, dude, you know I mean? okay, we get mm-hmm. it. You're doing a thing. Can yeah. You, Please just. I loved like when when the whole uh, Joaquin Phoenix thing was going around, and everybody's like, "Oh, Joaquin Phoenix went crazy," and they were like, "No, it's just a, a fake documentary like that he was making." That was great. I loved oh, yeah. that. That yeah, was great. Yeah. I called it. I mean, I, I mean, don't. I don't know. I, but it doesn't I, take I, away I, from the absurd, absurdity of it. Yeah. You know, and there's there's a certain. Um, I mean, like fantastic. Do your art. It's like that Shia LaBeouf stuff that's going on. I guess right now, yeah, you know, do still, your for thing, the next man. thirty years. Actual like, cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal Tuesday night for Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think that uh, of all people in comedy, to be like, that's a good idea. I'm gonna emulate that. To look at Andy Kaufman and what he did with wrestling and all the other stuff like that, which I think ruined him. Mm-hmm. To look at that and say that's what I'm going to do. I mean, like that's I think the worst example ever. Well, it's just, well, not like, only that, but it's been done before, Jim Carrey. Yeah, it's like, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, for everybody. Like, you're if, not, if, yeah, you're if not, you want to do that stuff, you have to be a character. Never sully your own name. Never put your own money in a show. But there are rules about 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 show business that people should not be thrown to the wayside. Yeah, it's about well, like, that's also yeah. to just to play devil's advocate. That's also rational thinking. Mm-hmm. And Andy Kaufman <laughs> and people like Jim Carrey, their genius comes from irrational thinking. Right, exactly. You know. Yeah, and I think yeah. that there's a certain. Uh, beauty uh, that has to be given to going down in flames. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're willing to put yes. yourself there yes. and you're Heath, going down, well, Heath Ledger style, do yeah. it, man. In 20 years, when we've been doing this podcast for 20 years, uh, are we going to be talking about Jim Carrey the same way once he's passed on? Do you guys think yeah, so? Yeah, I guess here's what I mean. Because um, I don't disagree a, with you, about, especially yeah. about Andy Kaufman. Because uh, everybody thinks Andy Kaufman now was a genius know, for what he was doing, but he, I, I, everybody I thinks, he's a, think he's a genius. Yes. I have a. I think, I have a the picture. Of him. I, I think that he house. was I mean, fully it's... aware of what he was doing and what repercussions would have been coming. I just don't think he cared at all. No, he wasn't trying to impress people. He yeah. wasn't trying to even really make a career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was trying to do something different. Different, absolutely. Yeah. Go down yeah. and fight. Uh, and there's just like these life decisions to be like, oh yeah, uh, part of me absolutely wants to go down the road. The other part of me is kind of admittedly desperate for okay. social interaction. Um, and you gotta, you, have to, you almost have to choose because you can't have them both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Unless you so, want to bake cakes. talking about needing some uh, <laughs> social interaction, uh, Joel, I'm going to let you take off this next bit because I think you need yours with Dance Moms Watch. Welcome to Dance Moms Watch. We have a Dance Moms Watch for you this week. Did you like that segue? Because I was like, oh, you're just, this is... Tremendous. Absolutely tremendous. Bravo. Thank you. 
No, no clapping. Ladies and gentlemen, um, I have uh, some unfortunate news. This is going to be the last edition of Dance Moms Watch. Why? What? Yes. They can- did they cancel the show? No, it doesn't. It didn't get canceled. It's just ended. It was the end of the show, and so that's why they had a huge uh, two-hour special followed by two more hours of interview specials. So interesting. Okay. The no, show. Has I didn't ended. realize that this is. <laughs> like, the final dance moment. I have watch. like palpitations right now. I, I know. <laughs> you should have prepared us for this. This is our bits. This Did is... you know this was coming? Uh, you know, I actually didn't. I, I, And they didn't say the show's over, the show's ending, but you could just tell by watching this last episode. Do you think they're going to they're gonna do a dance moms with anybody else? Abby will, Abby will not come back. She has released statements that she's not returning. She uh, disassociated with herself with dance moms. Um, the interview she did this uh, past week that aired, she did it before she went to prison, uh, was the last thing that she'll will have anything to do with Dance Moms. So she's she's finished. So if they do another Dance Moms, it's going to be another coach. And another group of dancers. And probably another group of dancers because the, the dancers they have now that are the girls that everybody know, everybody knows, they're 14 and 15 years old. They're kind of old and for, for, you know, kid dancers. Plus... They're touring the United States. <laughs> but to say, I'm way past my prime. <laughs> as far as what the show was based on, which is child dancers. Yeah. So, um, kind of like a toddlers and tears. If, if it re, you know, rehatches with the new cast and stuff, I'll try it. But I don't think it's ever going to be the same. Well, bring the us up to speed. You got like two hours of this, four hours. So, um, yeah, so there was four hours of Dance Moms to watch this week, which is why I didn't watch get to, you know, finish Stranger Things. And all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. but, um, Understandable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the big ending, uh, the big finale of every season is always when they go to nationals, the national competition. And um, the girls who have competed in the past, um, it, you know, it's been an array of uh, getting first place and or being disappointed with fifth place or whatever the right. hell. Um one of the girls who's been my favorite from the very, very, very beginning is Nia. And every time she's competed at nationals, she's either come in way behind or not placed at all. And the big, big thing, spoiler alert, is that she won overall at nationals. Woo! First place all right. overall. Uh, the other two girls in the junior competition came in second and third. And okay. the the senior um, won first place in her – or no, I'm sorry – Tied for second place in her division. So nice. that was that. Uh, the group dance won first place. Awesome. This Yay. was one of the coolest group dances I had seen them do in a long time. You should send it to me on Facebook. I uh, Yeah, I still have a DVR too if you want to watch it. Um, but uh, it, it was weird. The interview with Abby after the show, I didn't learn anything I didn't know. She um, She's very cynical about the show. She's very cynical about all the girls that left and the moms. She's just kind of a bitch. Mm. And um, I think... She lost a lot of fans with this last season because she was just so she didn't care about anything. Guys, what are we gonna do without Dance Moms? Watch. Let me. It's like the the the. We'll have to find a new reality show and. Let let me back up though. I I apologize. She's going to jail. Yeah. Did you? you, Were you not here for this part? No, maybe not. This has been a few episodes. She's like going to jail. She committed. uh, She committed. uh, um, uh, Bankruptcy fraud. So she filed bankruptcy, but she had a bunch of money hidden. Ah, and uh, or I mean, there's more details to it than that, but that's mm-hmm. the basic gist. Uh, she had assistants keep money for her, and uh, she's going to prison. She's she's there now. She went a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. I think it was towards the beginning of summer, and she has a year and three days sentence. Hmm. 
So she's there now. And um, yeah. Got to have those extra three days, man. Yeah. She had so a. So she can uh, rise again. She <laughs> had uh, not gastric bypass, but the where they put the band over Oh, her. yeah, yeah, yeah. So she had that. And so when she, I'm, when she gets out of jail, she's, there's probably going to be some big reveal of her Losing transformation all and <laughs> not having to go to, not being able to go to the fake tanning bed and stuff. <laughs> so you feel like this show is not coming back. I don't think it is. I think it's been on for seven seasons. I think if they reboot or not even reboot, but redo it with a new cast, it's it's just it just won't be the same. They're never going to find the chemistry that those awful moms and awful teachers had with each other. So and that was what made the show great was that they were such bitches. So <laughs> I was going to say something else. So here is here is my pitch to you guys that at the end of this episode, we make a new dance moms. <laughs> I don't have any kids. Joel. What do you mean? We pitch a new idea. Oh, we pitch a new dance moms. reality show for Joel. Does it have to be dance? So you can dance this. watch. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have some ideas now. Do I have to wait or can we Yeah, we're going to we're gonna talk about it at the Let end. Let it because, brew. Because right? I think a reality show about t-shirt t- graphic designs would be fun. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> great. Uh, so anyways, uh, let's move on to Stranger Things because this is something that we've all been watching, obviously. How, I've only seen five. Which so you've seen five. Michael, how much have you seen? Two. Two episodes and you guys two. have seen two. Yeah, two episodes. Yeah. I've two watched Stranger Things two twice. The whole season twice. The so whole, he's watched the Stranger Things go for Stranger corner. Things. I've watched it. Yeah, exactly. I've watched Stranger Things. These things are so strange right now. It's so <laughs> strange. So I watched it twice. I want to know what you guys. I want to know what you guys think. Wait, question: Is Stranger Things an adjective or a noun? Uh, stranger Things. It's a. It's an adjective. Or could it be a noun? Stranger. What oh, do you stranger. Mean? Like like stranger danger. I am a stranger. These are my things. <laughs> no, that would be that would be strangers with an apostrophe. Thing. Strangers things. There you go. Okay. Yeah, you can't right. have you can't have two nouns no, without a comma. Joke. But it's just a single stranger and <laughs> their things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm with you. I was thinking um, of like stranger things have happened, which I'm sure is what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I've enjoyed it so far. Um, I, I mean, not a ton has happened in two episodes. I mean, there's it's they're just kind of reestablishing a new line absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely i would i characters. would say that at the very end of the first episode there was a part that made me a grown man go <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh which i would cut i would class as interesting uh, i i enjoy it i mean i of course i'm a huge fan of the first season uh, i just haven't had the time to sit down right and what because i'm not going to watch half an episode no no you have to you watch four I mean? episodes, mm-hmm. i'm not even probably gonna watch one episode i'm a guy that's gonna sit down and watch Three or four. I took it went I, so much uh, better yeah. that way. I took mm-hmm. uh, so uh, Mario Odyssey and Stranger Things came out on Friday. Uh, I picked up Mario Odyssey at 10 p.m. on uh, <laughs> Thursday and played uh, uh, Mario Odyssey until about two, one or two o'clock in the morning, <laughs> which is when Stranger Things got released. You son of a and bitch! I wish I had episodes, your time. And then I fell asleep uh, after a few episodes, and my body is like, "Oh, we're gonna watch some Stranger Things," and it woke up, and I watched the rest of Stranger Things <laughs> in that morning. So. And um, then he went back and beat Mario Odyssey. My only issue with it was uh, was like the, the way they reset the status quo. You know what I mean? Things are almost the same at the beginning of the season as they were at the beginning of the first season. Yeah. And uh, and I don't really dig that because like if I went to a fucking upside... Yeah. Wait, can I say that? Yeah. yeah okay, you say, sorry. You, uh, what, yeah, you can't you, say down. Did you just use the fuck word? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Did you say upside down? Dude, if I, you know, if I went to upside down I saw the freaking Demogorgon thing, you know, like my world would be the same after that. I think I'm going to start a fan theory that Stranger Things is the 1980s prequel 
to Lost. But is it? <laughs> oh, stop it. But if you think about Lost, is it a prequel or is it a midquel? Oh, sidequel. Uh, Lost. <laughs> Lost. Uh, correction. Uh, Lost has a time frame of thousands of years. So um, that is very true. Uh, I believe uh, calling it a midquel is just a misnomer and going to confuse people. It a Stranger Things is going to send them into the bunker. <laughs> Thanks for visiting us, Ben Stein. Uh, that's a horrible Ben Stein impression. I bet I can do better. Bueller. Bueller. It's it's almost like that theme of stranger in a strange place. Yes, for Will, and it's it's more significant whenever the strange place is home. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's back, but and we they, see that in the in the uh, physical scene. Whenever he's getting like in the doctor's office, getting yeah. everything done, he's back. He's here, mm-hmm. but he's not back. You know, things Ooh, aren't the same. There's something know? else we haven't talked about. I think Rob Reiner, not Rob Reiner. <laughs> Good. Well, I think Ryan Reiner's a funny guy. Good oh, yeah, Reiner. Hysterical. Moving on. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Paul Reiser is actually really great. He's fantastic. And, um, so is, and so is Sean Astin. Oh, my God. Sean Astin is so good. Like, I'm watching Sean Astin on the thing, and I'm like, like, he's so... Obviously, he's there, I think, because of Goonies and stuff, but I'm like, this guy is a movie star. He Like, mm-hmm. like I'm like, how many years did he spend in New Zealand filming Lord of the Rings and he is here doing this I'm like four and thank a half. you that's the answer thank you four and a half okay so uh, to, to finish this up 12. before we jump <laughs> jump into uh, Six Degrees I want to go around the table and uh, I want you guys to let me know which character uh, you connect with the most you does do the Demogorgon count yeah it could <laughs> you have to explain yourself I'm a Dustin you're a Dustin Michael it's kind of a back and forth between Mike and Will yeah for me really yeah okay uh, what's Michael's brother's name Jonathan? Jonathan yeah probably him Wait no 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 wait you mean Will's Will's brother, Mike is Mike has a sister now. Yeah I'm sorry Will's brother yeah mm-hmm. the guy that looks like Michael Jackson in the late nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably him. Chief Hopper. Oh yeah, that I should have said my that. number one. I was also going to say Jonathan too. Uh, really? For for mine I, I definitely and I don't I don't know why because I don't have any younger siblings mm-hmm. but there's something about his character. That's... Yeah he so yeah. so Joel I think you have a six degrees for us right. <laughs> That is correct. If I can get my phone open. So while while you uh, get your Hurry phone ready to go, uh, I'll do I'll do, do the uh, rules. The rules of six degrees of separation. You need to know the name of the actor. You need to know the name of the movie. Uh, they can we can use TV, but we cannot use big shows like Thirty Rock or SNL because everybody has a tendency of being in those shows. Uh, all right, what we got? So I have a little theme here since it's the week of Halloween, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um. You do not have to use all women, but I did go from Scream Queen to Scream Queen. Ooh. So mm. um, I would like you to connect Jamie Lee Curtis with Sissy Spacek. Mm. And I'm going to give you four minutes. And uh, while we while we uh, discuss this, we'll take a brief word from our sponsor. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Oh, is somebody starting the clock? I got one. Hey guys, this is your humble host Charles, just checking in to see how things are going. How heavy was your candy haul from trick-or-treating? I got at least five pounds of candy, and I didn't even go out this year. Um, a couple super quick things before we get back to the show. One, we have launched our new merch store. Link to that is in the description of this episode. I'll be updating the store through the week, adding a few des- uh, different designs, but it's up, and you can get uh, something random clothes and mugs and uh, pillowcases. Uh, it- including one of my favorite designs. It's a Stranger Things design that's probably my favorite shirt that I have at the moment. Uh, our, uh, and number two, our 
episode of Chasing the Mind is out. It's great. And if you haven't checked out Angela and Stephanie's podcast yet, do it. They're in my top five indie podcasts, and it's something that I listen to each week. If you're new to the show, welcome. How are you? Do you need a cup of coffee or anything? Um, If you're liking it so far, please consider subscribing to the show. We release this show every Wednesday morning, rain or shine. If you're a returning listener, you know the deal. You are what keeps us going. The best ways to support the show are to share the show with your friends who think you might like it. Uh, Usually I recommend just doing it in person. Uh, um, You can give us a review on iTunes or pick something up off the merch store. But in the end, just listening to the show is awesome, and I thank you guys so much for doing just that. Uh, And I thank you so much for coming back. As always, guys, I love you. I'm Mickey, and with me is Brandon. Hey, how you doing? And Alberto. Hello. And together we are... The The Three Three Friends. Friends. And we have a show called The Three Friends Go Criterion, which we talk about some of the finest films in cinema history, and we do a lot of screwing around. Yeah, a lot of grab-assing on this show. Sure do. Mm Mm-hmm. Come here, Brandon. Give me some of that ass. Check us out at thetreefriends.com. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. And we love you. And, okay, folks, uh, we've got an answer for Joel. Got an answer for Joel. Yes. Who would like to take? Well, you guys came up with a handful of them. This one wasn't a very hard well, one. Well, one we I nailed think... out pretty quick, and then we decided to try and do one with all women, and that is a very I think hard game. Nick got it, so Nick... Uh... Oh, no, no, I don't know what the beginning was. Is it? Uh, we okay, started, started with Jamie with... Lee Curtis in... No, 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 I, th- I, think, I think we started with Sissy Spacek. Oh. Going, uh, Sissy Spacek was Christopher in, Walken, was, Blast in the Past. Okay, she was in Blast in the Past, Blast from the Past with Christopher Walken, which is actually a funny movie for both of those people. Christopher Walken was in uh, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Uh, they even shared a scene, although it was a young Bruce Willis. And then he shared a scene with Jamie Lee Curtis. No, no, no. no, no. no. Bruce, no, Bruce Willis was in The Expendables with, uh, Expendables right. 3 with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, Expendables 2 with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am like really mixing Expendables my Expendables 1 and 2 today. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was and then Arnold the Schwarzenegger was in... True, True Lies, Lies with, with Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Yep. There you go. Right, right there it is. Jake. And there was another one you came up with that had hairspray in it, but I can't well, remember. Well, I was, I was going... I was oh, going John Travolta. John Travolta, oh, John Travolta. In, in, in that in, way. In but I didn't, we didn't connect it all the way. But we got Oh, close. yeah, because Sissy Spacek and John Travolta were both in Carrie. No, you would have gotten it because John Travolta was in Carrie with Sissy Spacek. John Travolta was also in Hairspray with Chris Walken, who was in... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's right. So that was actually only three degrees. John Travolta was also in Pulp Fiction with... Uh, oh shit! We could have just done with, that with Christopher Walken. Yeah, oh, but wow. hairspray's more fun. Yeah, hairspray's more fun. Hairspray's I can't always think about more that, fun. But yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. John Travolta's in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I mean, um, as, as far as cheating things go, you can throw a lot of uh, Tarantino movies in. There's a lot of people. Mine was uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was in uh, Fish Called Wanda with John Cleese. Oh, yes, oh, that's okay. a good way to go. Who John Let's Cleese? John Cleese was in Rat, Res- Rat Race. Rat, Rat Race is another with Breck and Meyer, who was in Clueless yep. with Alicia Silverstone, who was in Blast from the Past with Sissy Spade. Yay! Uh, we were talking. We were trying to get a way to get uh, to get Clueless in there. That's awesome. You did that. Worked it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that. All right. <laughs> so, uh, Nick, uh, what is your story, man? Scary story time. Scary, yeah, right. scary. So, spooky, scary story. This is the the final week of the spooky, scary month. Spooky, scary story. Yeah. Um, so, is this a real story? Yes, it is a real Something story. Something that happened to I you. Love these. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I hope it it is it holds up to like because this day after Halloween that we're coming out, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I hope it comes out. Uh, holds up to like the Halloween thing. So, uh, I went to uh, went to high school in Mobile, Alabama, uh, and our high school is haunted, much like a lot of the things in Alabama tend to be because of uh, anything that you want to talk about, Confederacy, soldiers, anything like that. Mm. The a lot of haunted places in the area. So, uh, the history though, before the campus was a high school, it was a cabbage farm, 
that was owned by a farmer named Carlin. And his daughter uh, fell in love with one of his farmhands. <gasps> this is Alabama just after the Civil War. I think we all know what that means. Okay. Uh, and so he and other members of the community had this man killed. And so she ended up hanging herself in the family barn. Uh, her name was Sarah. And so her ghost is said to haunt the high school, particularly the auditorium building of the high school, which is the same foundation of the barn. They always like the theaters. Yep. Mm. All theater, all ghosts hang out in the theater. It's so free, free entertainment. Yep. So yeah. So uh, that's the history. So her ghost is there. And so my story is that uh, I was in a production in high school, and uh, it was late. It was like eleven, eleven thirty, something like that. Um, and people always talk about weird things that happen, things fall down, noises you make, but it never, you know, until you see it, you really don't think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're there, and me and the cast are all sitting in the house, um, getting our notes from the director who's sitting at like the foot of the stage. And in the middle of this. Uh, uh, where the stage is, there's the back wall, and there's a runner that covers the back wall because there's, coincidentally, barn doors that open up into uh, the workshop where, you know, you do the set and you have oh, the yeah, yeah. door and everything it's like nice that. that it's close to, so yeah. it's directly upstaged on the back wall, and that's what we're looking at. And so as he's given notes, a light comes on in the workshop that we can see underneath the door. Uh, and everybody kind of, like, looks at each other, makes sure, like, you know, we're not going crazy. Mm -hmm. Everybody sees the same thing. And then we see the shadow of feet move away from what would be the light switch underneath the door. And we're the only people in this building. There's like maybe 10 of us total. And nobody else, like we build our own sets. Nobody else comes in here. If something's going on, they shouldn't be in here anyway. And so we kind of stop and I and my buddy go up on stage to kind of uh, investigate this. And we get about 10 feet from the door um, when we hear like a pounding, like a knock. Just one solid, just doosh, you know, and the lights go out. And, uh, and there's also only one light switch here. And so uh, we get up to the door and pull the chain. It opens, and we don't see anything. And the really creepy part is that the one light switch for the whole thing, I go to reach out, and it's still in the on position. And I have to turn it off and turn it back on, and the lights come on. Hmm. And so um, there's nothing. It's like a 20 by 20 foot room. There's nobody in there. The doors are all locked. Nothing's missing. Uh, but definitely did see somebody there, some or at least the shadow of somebody there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was kind of weird. Like everybody left that night really uh, like, we're not going to talk about it. Kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was really one of those moments of like, okay, uh, that happened. Mm -hmm. uh, let's all go home. Is this the first time this story has been told publicly? Yeah. I mean, we, I guess so. Yeah. Over the internets. Yeah. Yeah. Anything ever happened well, after that? Like, uh, no, 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 no. I, just a couple um, possessions, you know, the, the huge <laughs> here and there. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, or I'm not, I'm not a big like I said, I'm a cynic for most things. I'm not okay. a big believer in the paranormal okay. anyway. Okay. And so I take that as being like, you know, it could have been a squirrel. It could have been, the you know, foot, the anything. The, 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 but the it was very interesting that the lights would cut on by themselves, cut off in the on position, and then cut right back on whenever I That's touched pretty them. Yeah. Bad, dude. That's pretty so, creepy. That's a good story. I, I love that. It is weird. I, I just leave it at that. I don't understand mm. it. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, try yeah. to understand it. Leave it to your imagination. Then it's going to hurt fun. me. But, yeah. You know, but try I to just, figure it out, and it's like, uh yeah. It's, it's definitely one of those things that it was like, you know, it happened, and it's like, uh, okay, well, we're leaving right now. We're just going. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right. You've so got some good. horror movie trivia, apparently, for us. Trivia! Uh, just to, to, to go with this, I had a couple uh, questions for you. Horror trivia. These are pretty easy. <laughs> what character face is used as the mask for Michael Myers? Scotty. Uh, 
<laughs> Bill Shatner, William yes. Shatner. The character. Oh, the, uh, Kirk, Captain Kirk. That would be correct. And I believe it's turned what? inside out. It's not turned inside out. It's just spray painted white. Oh, that's it. That is yes. it. Yeah. So okay. have you guys watched Baby Driver yet? No. no. They, there's a there's a, a bit in the, the movie where one of the guys is asked to get a bunch of Mike Meyer masks <laughs> and they actually get Mike Meyer's Austin Powers masks <laughs> instead. That's awesome. Yeah, it is good. It's great. <laughs> so yes, when you see Halloween, all those masks, those are all William Shatner masks. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Um, okay. He was cheap. They had it at the store. What line from Friday the 13th inspired the creepy music? <gasps> Anybody know? I don't know. I don't, I don't know this don't one. Know this one. Well. <laughs> it's actually... <laughs> the answer is killer, mommy. Killer. So... Oh. So when you hear chi 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 pow pow pow, that is not accurate. It's ki 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 ma ma ma. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. He's very passionate about Because even in the music man, at one point they go like, he's amused or whatever. And I always so, want to go. Ch, 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 ch. <laughs> <laughs> so remember that ki 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 ma ma ma. Okay. Um, next up, what kind of dog is Cujo? Uh, yeah. So Saint Bernard. Saint Bernard yeah. is correct. Is that uh, from Cujo and the Two Strings? Cujo the movie. Uh, Cujo and the Two Bones. Uh, Did this, you watch Cujo and the Two Strings? The yeah. Stephen King it's children's so good. novel. It is. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kid's story. Yeah. It's a Stephen King's bedtime story for his children. <laughs> Cujo of, and the Two Bones. One of D. Wallace's most fantastic performances. D. Wallace, is, of course, was the mother in E.T. We, most of you would know her. Oh, yes. yes. Um, Cujo. If horror movies got nominated for Oscars, she would have won. But mm. anyway. Um, last question I got. Janet Lee, the old school cream, scream queen from Psycho, mm-hmm. her daughter grew up to be one as well. Can you name who her daughter is? She's a scream queen. Oh. Famous. Wait, was she in the remake? Because she's done no. other stuff too. Okay. Because I was like, she does have short hair. But Very famous scream queen. We've talked, her about, talked about her today. Is it Jamie Lee Curtis? It is Jamie it Lee Curtis. Is? Yes. Wait, Jamie what? Lee Curtis's mother is Janet Lee from Psycho. Yes. No way. Yeah. What, 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 isn't her dad famous too? Where's her dad? Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh shit. Tony Curtis. Cowboy yeah, yeah. Curtis. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. I should know that. I don't know. I, I I know who her father is, but I I don't know. That's 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 fair. That's fair. Dang it! I knew her mom was famous. I forgot which one it was. So that's what I had. So that was that was fun. Just Neat the thing I had. Uh, so uh, do you guys want to make a movie? Or a TV show? I think I still want to make a Dance oh, yeah. Mom sequel. Dance Mom sequel. See, mine was going to be where it's embarrassed daughters <laughs> being dragged uh, to rehearsal where the moms are like, you sit in the corner and watch us dance. We're the dancing moms. Dancing moms. And the, and the, and the teenagers. Moms, the teen, yeah. You know, like the, like the, the preteen or whatever, the, the, I don't know, 13, 14-year-old girls, like sitting in the corner like, can we go now? I'm tired of rolling my eyes and texting all. That's for the kind last of what hour. it is already, except instead of them dancing, they're just yelling at each other. <laughs> so, so let's so we, let's switch yeah. it. Yeah. Why don't we Why don't we switch things up? Why don't the the girls realize that they're really into video production, so they steal all the equipment <laughs> from the video guys, okay. and so it's a bunch of like like electricians and tech nerds being forced to dance. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's um or. Or or or, 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 I think that's the first time you you pulled that one. I think so. <laughs> um, what if okay. it was the dads, <laughs> who you never see on the exactly, show? So this exactly. would be great. Yeah. So, but like, would there be any drama? That's the question. I don't know. The guys would probably be like, yeah, "Did you watch the game?" 
Nope, had to answer her. So I, uh, <laughs> I, I really think that they should try to find dads who are really, really into dance and just like hyper, like just like, yeah, you did that See, uh, releve really good. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. Yeah, you fucking crushed that releve. If, I, if my girls were that age, that's what I, I would be the one doing that. Yeah. Did you fucking see that plie, guys? <laughs> I, I swear, I feel like I saw a movie where. Uh, where Zach Galifianakis played like a a, a, dan- a dance dad or something. Or there, like a, there's like a, there's a video going around the internet you may have seen where Tom Hanks does the toddlers and tiaras. Have you seen that? Oh yes. no! Oh, I don't know. Yes. What? Oh, you got to watch that. He goes on toddlers and tiaras and uh, is the the epitome of a terrible parent. Is it, <laughs> it was it like a SNL bit or no, was it just I like for funsies? Maybe it was on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which, I, think was, I think it was Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, or something. Was like it Jimmy oh, Fallon? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Have you guys did the did the David Pumpkins? Special come out. I, David did, I, didn't, I haven't watched it yet. It has I have gotten a the worst reviews, but it's understandable it's because David Pumpkins. Yeah, why would kind of you ask their, Yeah, why would you? I mean, I've got a lot of questions. Why they think that they should spend a lot of money uh, making I don't David know. Pumpkins? Because it's Tom Hanks and like it's Halloween. The first, <laughs> like I love the sketch. It's it's classic yeah. by now, I guess. <laughs> but it wasn't even really that funny. It, it was, was good for a sketch one time. Yes. Any questions? Yes, several. <laughs> well, no. See, the, I think I think when it comes to comedy writing, especially for sketch comedy, there are there are rules. There are there are serialized. There's good for serialized and there's good that's for funny for one time yeah. mm-hmm. and when you make the mistake of crossing those two that's that's where you get that's where you hit problems yeah I think the whole the funniest part of David S. Pumpkins was that there were so many questions <laughs> that will never get answered and then if you just answer them all then it's like I'm it, good it was kind of like when, when I first when I very very first heard Wayne's World was going to be a movie I'm like how are they going to make that a movie <laughs> yes. and then it turned out to be one of the best movies I've ever yeah. seen yes. yes or funniest mm-hmm. and then I went oh Coneheads that'll be such a cool movie I love mm-hmm. that and then I was like why did they make this? You know, <laughs> yes. so let's get let's get back to the dance dads. Do or is it or is it dancing dads? Okay. I mean, are we gonna do are we, we gonna call have it? To... Do we call it dance dads? I think that's a little bit too on the nose. I think it should just be dance moms too. Colon dance dads. Revenge of the dads. Uh, dance dance. Well, I like. Let's see, dance moms. What if we if we get one with dance dads, we at least get part of the audience to be like, oh, I see what they're doing there. It's going to be about the dads. Dance moms too. Completely, like, dads. like shimmy dads or something. Ballet dads or. Okay, Ballet but I, I think if you if you move too far jazz away, dads. if you move too, jazz dads, oh my god, jazz dads sounds like it might be gay porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you just they they just change that A to an I, and you got yourself a jazz dads. God. And, How about dance moms, etc. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> dance moms nights. Oh my god, I was about to say that dance moms nights. <laughs> No, Baywatch Night. There was court. a show. No, there there is a <laughs> Baywatch Night Court. SVU. There is. <laughs> I just because they already had David Hasselhoff. You're you're just one voicehood. There is a show where what is it called? Where there, it's a boat and it's like the it's love like boat. Night, no, no, no. It's like Night Rider, but it's a boat, and I can't remember what show it was. It was a non writer, probably <laughs> yacht, <laughs> nautical <laughs> rider. <laughs> like how many knots are they going? Night yacht rider is not bad. Night floater. Night, night floater. Night Floater. That sounds like a gay porn. I've never even heard of that. Night Floater is when you don't remember flushing and wake up the next morning like, ah, crap. Right. Literally. You guys, while while I look up the show, you guys uh, make a decision on what the show's called. Okay, so we got Dance Moms. So uh, we're talking about the show that dads are like. Dance Moms and Friends. Ooh, Dance, dance moms, dance husbands, dance husbands. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Oh, actually, I don't like the idea of dance husbands. 
Oh, and it, and there's no dancing at all. It's all about finding husbands for all the dance. Now, moms. what about what about uh, if it's still the dance moms, but instead of taking their daughters to class, they're taking their husbands to class, yes. to like a salsa <laughs> class. So, so they're like, hey, let's so dance. they're bitching to to, yes. to each other amongst the moms, and the dads are like the daughters, like we just want to dance. All we want to do is compete. <laughs> no, okay. Yes. I like I like the it's, 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 the same, it's the same moms, right? Mm-hmm. But they're taking their husbands. To therapy, <laughs> and it's all their therapy sessions where they're therapy just, husband, yeah, dance ther- moms colon therapy. Yeah, <laughs> dance, uh, yeah. Uh, oh man, that's good. That's right. good. I think this okay. is dance good, moms colon therapy, mm-hmm. and not not that they're getting therapy done on their colon colon, um, <laughs> colon, colon therapy. therapy. The word, the word uh, colon. I have a suggestion for you. Colon therapy. Go with me on this one. It's uh, colon therapy. Doc, I'm leaving. That's gonna be the name. I. You know, it could be like. Like, you go through the therapy, but you also go through, like, colon therapy, too. Like a I mean, Like, it's know, cleanse. It's enemas. I think <laughs> I, I think <laughs> the fact that, that so many of these dance moms, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joel, but some of them can really be tight asses, so maybe they do need <laughs> some colon therapy. Here's something interesting. You know, we've all heard the phrase uh, anal retentive. You know what the opposite is? Anal expressive. Just a little fun fact for you. All I've right. got, I've got I an, hope that I've got nobody, an anal expressant right now. I hope nobody in my life ever, ever describes me as anal expressant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> me neither. I mean, he's so, he's so, <laughs> yeah, he's just, he just he's, shows yeah. that butthole, man. <laughs> I, think, I think that's Freud. I, could be wrong. <laughs> I was just about to. <laughs> oh my god! You didn't even let him say his favorite. What's what's your favorite uh, word uh, descriptor of a? Uh, of the little, uh, <laughs> the, the dirt, dirt butt, dirt butt. Dirt, no, it's not dirt my favorite. Button. It's, it's, it might be you, now. Your, your cheeks are getting rosy. But it's it's uh, pretty much your favorite. It was pretty. I mean, just because it came out of nowhere, it's just so vividly describes. Absolutely. While Nick is here, I would love to do a couple impressions because Nick does impressions, yeah. and I, yes, we cannot end the show without hearing Nick do a few things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if it's okay with you, we have. Kind of uh, what we did with Scotty last week of the mm. Pulp Fiction. We're going to do a little scene here. Okay. It's going to be a cold read. Okay. We have a, a scene from Back to the Future. If you wouldn't mind being Jeff Bridges. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. As George. <laughs> okay. And I will be Tom Hanks as Marty. Okay. <laughs> Good. Okay? This is... So... So you're going to start right Wait, here. Wait, gentlemen, I have a question for the rest of us. Should we stay quiet so that this could eventually turn into a animated bit to I, put somewhere? Or are we allowed to giggle because we I'm be, going yeah, to giggle? We're going to giggle. So, okay, uh, so you're telling me that uh, that we have cast Jeff Bridges in as the George remake McFly. Back to the Future mm-hmm. uh, as George McFly. Or maybe this is this is an audition reading that didn't that eventually didn't lead to Oh, his gig. audition. Okay, yeah. Like, you know. All right. I still don't understand that I'm supposed to go to the dance with her if she's already going to the dance with you. Because, George, she wants to go to the dance with you. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> That's why we got to show her that you, George McFly, are a fighter. You're somebody who's going to stand up for yourself. Someone who's going to protect her. Yeah... But I never picked a fight in my entire life, man. <laughs> You're not going to be picking a, picking a fight, Dad. Dad, 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 Daddy, oh, you're, you're, you're coming to a rescue, right? Okay, let, let, let's go over the plan again. 8.55, where are you going to be? I'm going to be at the dance. Right, and where am I going to be? You're going to be in the car with her. Right, okay, so right around 9 o'clock, she's going to get very angry with me. Why is she going to get angry with you? Well, 
Because, George, uh, nice girls get angry when guys uh, take advantage of them. Oh, you mean you're going to touch her on her? No, 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 George. <laughs> look, look. It, it's just an act, right? Okay. So, 9 o'clock, you're strolling through the parking lot. You see a struggling. You walk up. You open the door. And you say, you're lying, George. Oh, uh, hey, you, get your damn hands off her. Do you really think I ought to swear? Uh, yes, definitely. God damn it, George, swear. <laughs> okay, so now, you come up. You punch me in the stomach. I'm out for the count, right? And Lorraine and you live happily ever after. Well, you make it sound so easy. I just, I wish I wasn't so scared. George, there's nothing to be scared of. <laughs> all, it, all it takes is a little self-confidence, you know? I, if you put your mind to it, you, you can accomplish anything. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Very nice indeed. Damn, that was fun. That was. was. was That's a good concept. All right, right? so uh, we got to get out. Get out of here. We got to get going. Do you want to plug your show? Yeah, uh, Yeah. absolutely. Um, It's uh, once the musical at Midtown Art Center in Fort Collins, and it runs uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. Uh, Sunday matinees, dinners included with the price because it is a dinner theater, uh, and we run until November the 11th. Nice. So go on the website. I believe it's midtownarts.com or center, I think it's, I think it's midtownartscenter.com. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because uh, I don't know the ticket price off the top of my head, but all the information there, the box office numbers there. Uh, yeah, come see the show, man. It's a great, uh, fantastic show. Set in Dublin. I, for one, am very much looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> Well, thank you. I'm also looking forward to it. It's finger you know looking what? good. <laughs> <laughs> this actually may be the first uh, show that I've actually seen in a while. Oh, right on! Yeah. It, this is a good one. It's uh, it's very low low key. You know, it's it's a great show. It's like, we have a good energy to it, but it's not your standard mm-hmm. Broadway. It's very kind of very musical. trickster god. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What does that mean? Low key. Oh, low key. Loki, trickster god. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, Charles, are you proud of yourself? Right I am so proud of myself. And as always, my Thor name is Charles. Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go see Thor this weekend. Oh, is it out this weekend? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, we're going to go do that. But we'll leave you <laughs> now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Charles Joseph Kelly. And I'm Michael C. McBeth. I'm uh, Coco host Scotty Schaefer. Joel, at it again. It's not funny anymore. I, oh, oh, you're I, wrong. It tickles me. <laughs> I think it's great. I, I think you're a terrible human being. <laughs> then why are you smiling at me? I'm not because so he's good. also a little This evil. is just my Mixed face. It's, signals. It's, it's, it's my creepy resting face is what I call it. Goodbye. <laughs> thank and once you, again, this Nick. is our, this is our uh, guest host, Nick. Thank you so much for swinging on by. Yeah, thank Thanks, you guys for having me. And you guys have yourselves a wonderful week. Ta-ta. Bye. We'll see you later. Happy Halloween. Ooh.